It's fast, it's fun, it's vibe. You're listening to WNYU's Five Senses on 89.1 FM. I'm your host, Nia Watson. Let's chat for a bit. Hi there. Today might sound a bit different, and that is because I am coming to you from the streets of New York for episode 11. I've decided to do something new. Now, I usually do five senses from this studio where we sit and we chat like civilized folk, but today I'm going to bring my listeners outside with me on a walk through the busy streets of Manhattan. It's going to be a little bit more raw, a little bit more unedited than my usual content, but I think it'll be fun. At least it'll be fun for me. <laughs> so as everybody and their mother knows, I'm an English major, will double with journalism. Um, but the point is that I read a lot, like a whole lot. So today I'm going to be ranking my top five books that I've had to read for classes, but that I actually enjoyed. And as I mentioned before, today might sound a little bit more messy, and I might be focused on trying to not get hit by a car, or a bike, probably bike, (laughs) but I'll start at five like normal and work my way down to one, with one being my top choice and favorite book. All right, let's go on a stroll. Fifth place, Where the Girls Are by Susan J. Douglas. Um, I think this book was published in the 90s, but the premise is kind of how women are portrayed in the media. And this ranges from news to entertainment and kind of just encompasses TV as a whole. And this book actually inspired my final project for the class I was taking. I did this for my women in media class and I actually really enjoyed it because it offered a historical look on the presence of women in media and kind of just portrayal and stigmas and stereotypes, the battles that women had to face in media to be able to succeed and kind of just like the faces that you typically saw. I really like this. I myself am a woman in media, or at least I'm aiming to be. So being able to kind of compare what it was like a couple decades ago to what it's like now offers kind of an interesting perspective on the field as a whole. And so that brings us to fourth place which I would say, Let the Great World Spin by Colin McCann. I was actually talking about this book with a former teacher of mine who actually also read it. Uh, I think this book was set in the 70s. I could be a little bit wrong. No, yeah, it was definitely the 70s. I think it was maybe 74, 75. And it's centered around this tightrope walker who walked on a wire between two buildings in New York. And, you know, it's the 70s. People don't have iPhones and they can't, you know, stream things like this. So everybody just stopped and looked up. And if you weren't there, you didn't know what was happening. Obviously, if you're, you know, across the U.S. in California or something, you don't know what is happening and what's causing all of these New Yorkers 
to kind of freeze in the moment and pay attention to something else. Because New Yorkers don't do that. New Yorkers are busy. They go about their day. Nothing can distract them. But this moment distracted them. And as this man is kind of like suspended in air, everyone else is also suspended. And even though that was the backdrop of the book, that wasn't kind of what the book was mainly about. It was mainly about these characters who face difficulties across race, gender, class, religion. It talks about immigration and what that was like at that time period. I overall really enjoyed it though, and it reminded me a lot of the book that I listed as my first choice, which I will get to soon. But anyway, third place, I would say The Beauty Myth by Naomi Wolf. Just so many questions from this book. What is beauty? How has society shaped our preconception of beauty? What has changed as far as the beauty standard? How does this all connect to the male gaze? And I found this especially interesting, just kind of according to the stereotypes and the stigmas again, um, for black women and how black women face so many more obstacles as far as beauty goes for succeeding in this field and which faces would you typically see when you turned on the television in the 70s, 80s, 90s? And what do you see now? What has changed? So much has changed. Oh my goodness. But still, it's an interesting way to kind of look at how history previously constituted beauty and how we see beauty now. And kind of like how much work we still have to go with this topic. That kind of brings me to my second choice. Second place, Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. I recently read this book, I think a couple weeks ago. I loved this book so much. I read it for my African-American literature class uh, for 20th century African-American literature. And I ended up choosing it to write an essay on because I really love the way Hurston kind of tackles black femininity and marriage, the idea of love and domestic abuse. What I find really interesting is her character, Janie, her main character, kind of grows up with this idea of what love is and what it should offer a woman in the relationship. And then it kind of, she just has this idea and this dream of hers destroyed by reality. And her grandmother kind of tells her at the beginning of the book, she's like, these ideas that you have are unrealistic and they're only going to hurt you in the end. And then sadly, they do hurt her in the end. I felt so bad for her character. I just wanted her character to have the best in life. And sadly, she didn't. But then again, it was also a book. Ah, I don't know. I really, really loved the way it was written. But that brings me to first place, I would say Random Family by Adrienne Nicola Blanc. This was a work of journalism that made me kind of forget it was a work of journalism because of how amazingly she portrayed the characters. Oh my goodness. I loved it. And it reminded me of Let the Great World Spin in that it was set in New York and around this group of people living in the Bronx. And it also kind of addresses race, but it's also addressing gender, class differences, the incarceration system, drug use, abuse also the idea of what is love and how do we see love i feel like all these books kind of connect to each other 
Um, I really love this book so much, though, and I, I read it for my journalism class last fall, and I remember afterwards we were talking about it in class, and someone was like, oh, I hated the book. I hated how she wrote these characters. And I was just like, these are real people. She took the story of real people and kind of put it in the form of literature for us to read like this. And I think it's really amazing how she did that. I loved the book. Obviously, I'm not going to love all of the characters, but the characters are based on real life. So it really let me kind of see them in that light. Anyway, I am still outside. Thank you for tuning in tonight. If y'all like this format, I might do it again soon. The very raw, real me walking outside, not in the studio, unscripted, just kind of walking and talking about books. I could do it again. <laughs> If there is anything y'all would like to hear me rank or talk about on my show, feel free to email me at nia at wnyu.org. That's nia at wnyu.org. I'm super excited to hear from y'all. Thanks for chatting with me today. This has been Nia Watson with Five Senses on WNYU 89.1 FM. See you next time.